This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine. This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance, we hope you dance. Whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. Here's Deanna Lee. Thank you so much. I'm Deanna Lee, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Deanna Lee Dance. You can also find me by searching The Boot Boogie Babes. Today, I have someone in studio with me, and I'm really excited to introduce you to Jessica Bartlett. Hi, Jessica. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love having you here. First of all, you look beautiful today. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I lo- Don't you have pink boots on? You got pink color? Red. Oh, red. Red. I love to it. match my lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Well, we're excited to have you on Live Love Dance. We met each other through dance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, just to share with people your um, relation to me and Deanna Lee Dance is you are a team leader for the Boot Chicks. And you're also our social media coordinator. And you're getting a promotion Oh, yes, I am. That's right. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) I keep forgetting about it until I actually physically start doing it. Right. So do you want to share what that is in 2020? I will be the dance assistant to the lovely Leslie for the Boot Chicks next year. Yeah, it's exciting. And you do such a great job in that team leader role. And you told me one time, you said, you know, I really like this position because I went to school to be a boss. Yeah. Can you tell me what you mean by that? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just, um, you're a Virgo. It's like a Virgo thing. I think other Virgos can relate to that. It's just, you know, I've always been a leader, not a follower. Um I just knew when I was a little girl that I wanted to be in a leadership or a boss role, you know, I mean, I'd rather be called a leader than a boss. (laughs) That's a more inspirational title. That's true. And um, so I just knew I did. And so my college degree was in business management. And I, I started in management pretty much right away in an auto parts store. And, you know, now here I am general manager of a very large company. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about years. what type of company it is? Oh, absolutely. I so I started, I've always backtracked just a little bit. I've always been like the only girl in my family, the only daughter, the only cousin, the only granddaughter on both sides of my family. So I mean I was always kind of a tomboy, rode horses, bicycles, motorcycles. And my dad owned a construction company and I would help him with that. I would go out and I would do measurements for drain fields and get health permits for him down at the Pierce County office. And so I've just always kind of been in that world. 
world and I've always been fine with it. Like nobody has to worry about, oh, there's a girl here in this guy's world. I've just always just succeeded in it and done well and not ever had a problem with it. So then I started in the automotive world in the parts department at Al's Auto Supply, if y'all can remember (laughs) that back in the 90s. (laughs) And I got into management there and then I didn't want to work retail anymore. So I went into the parts department at the Mitsubishi dealership in Auburn and then Renton. And then that's how I got into what I do now in the petroleum equipment industry. Um, It was just just by luck, like it was meant to be. Um, My old boss, mentor, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him, Bill. Uh, He came to buy a part and I was at the parts department and it was a caliper bolt. And like, I'll never forget this in my life. He had a like cream colored Mitsubishi Galant and he just liked how, like how I, how I sold it, you know, Uh or, you know, I didn't act dumb or quiet or or something like I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, this is like back in 2003. So I'm in my 20s. And sure, you know, just yeah. So then he asked me about if I wanted to leave working there. And so I'm always like a really loyal type person. It takes me a long time to leave a situation, even if it's not good. Uh Um. So uh, for two weeks, he would call me and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this guy, you know, he's like bugging me because I'm some 26 year old blonde or something because that just happens. And then sure, you have to wonder about that. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, So (laughs) I finally met him and went out to dinner and it with him and it was all great. And it was the best decision that I ever made, because now here I am 16 years later, he and a bunch of other co-workers of mine have been awesome co-workers, mentors, friends, and just, you know, helped me along the way. And and I, I worked hard for it, a lot of late hours, mm-hmm. uh, sacrificed a few things. And, you know, here I am. And it's, that's how I got there. And, and, and I love it. Yeah, you're a badass woman. <laughs> yeah. General manager of, of a petroleum equipment company. Yes. I, oh, I The company's Ace Incredible. Tank and Fueling Equipment. They've been pretty well known in the Pacific Northwest. They used to have a huge manufacturing plant down the road on Elliott. And um, they've been around for 82 years. And I've been a part of it for 16. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's I love it. Great company. Yeah. I think it's an interesting juxtaposition because you talk about this part of your life where you're the boss, you're in control, you're impressing uh, in you're making uh, waves and you're impressing the people around you in a man's world and you're getting promoted, you're rising to the top. But at the same time, I know a little bit about your backstory. Uh, You mentioned that you've been married before and in this last marriage of yours that you might have been the boss at work, but maybe at home it was a little bit different. Can you talk about that? Yes, my last <laughs> my last marriage was 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 very different. It was it was something that I think a lot of people kind of knew what was going on, and then but what do you what well, you know what do you do about it? And like, what was going on? Well, you know, like you said, I'm I'm the boss and a leader at work, but that's when I walk through the doors. When I get home, you know, I had to deal with 
where were you today or you know you you smell like a guy or just oh, wow. yeah stuff like that anywhere I traveled I couldn't travel alone for work and just that I wasn't in control at home so it was very different it's interesting when I hear stories like this about men because it makes me go you know what you are a very strong uh, independent woman. Yes. And then you, it sounds like you were with a guy who was very insecure. Yes. That's, I, that's like the most important thing for me was finding a guy who was secure enough mm-hmm. within himself because I am, you know, I like to consider myself a bit of a trailblazer and I get out there and do my own thing and I don't ask permission for it. And I have to have a man in my <laughs> yeah. life that's willing to support that. JMR is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my husband. <laughs> I call him my husband. Yeah. yeah so. That's, and you know, you say that and a lot of people have said that to me and you know, now I look back on it. We haven't been together in three years. We've been divorced for two years. And I always think why, you know, the first thing you always think is why did this happen to me? How did this happen to me? How could I be so dumb? And, you know, I think that everything happens for a reason. And I I learned a lot about myself. And mainly, you know, just how it was growing up. I'm a a product of divorces. And, you know, I I love my parents. And I so I know now how hard it is to have, you know, have a relationship, keep a relationship. Um, So, I was a product of divorce, and so, you know, it wasn't going to look good for me growing up, you know, once I started to get married, you know, just with how, how everything is. And, and I wanted so bad for it not to be that way. And I think that's why I hung on to my last marriage, because I've been married twice, uh, because I didn't want another failed marriage. I wanted to do what was right according to God. And, um, but then. How long it, did you stay in this Six years, six, mm-hmm. six and a half years. Did it start right away? That kind of sort of, it sounds like mental abuse almost. Yeah. Um, no, it didn't start right away. So this is one of the, you know, this is one of the things I learned where, where I was starting to go with this is I learned because I had to grow up fast at a younger age. I'm the oldest and I have a, a younger brother. And like you could ask anyone in my family, I was very protective of my brother, like even up into high school, um, you know, just always making sure that he was OK. So I learned that I'm. an enabler I'm a fixer (laughs) you know and 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 once once I learned that about me and the signs and and the the type of people that I would be attracted to you know were people that I thought I could fix and I you know I don't know I don't know if it's because I mean, I went to therapy for all of this, but it's not like it's not because I was broken. I just I know how it feels to be in that situation, whether it is in a relationship that I'm with or even with women that I work with or dance with. You know, it's like I know what it's like to be in that situation. So I'm very empathetic about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, you know, I'm in my 40s and it took me that long to just learn my limits and my boundaries now and how how things would be. And so from my last relationship, you know, there's a time where I was like, this is awful. And why did this happen to me? And then you, you know, you go through that little pity party and then you just have to be like, 
put your big girl panties on and let, you know, learn a lesson from this. It mm-hmm. happened for a reason. It happens for, for you to have a rebirth and grow and rise and then to help other women do that. And that's how I feel about it now. You're getting the opportunity to do that. Yes. Almost on a daily basis, being involved in the Deanna Lee Dance Organization. And you have risen to the top of this organization as well, just because of your leadership skills and and your background with work. You've done such an amazing job with these women. And I know probably some of them are listening today. I, hope I know so. some hi girls. Yeah. Hey girls. <laughs> hey boot sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and I know some of them have gone through what you've gone through uh, with your previous marriages. And if there's anything that you can say to someone to help them, maybe that might be in a current situation like that, what would you say? The biggest thing that I would say is talk about it. Don't try to go through it alone. You know, I felt like I had some wonderful friends and and they're still my friends but it's it's not the same now as it was and and that you know that really sucks but there's nothing I can do about it now I have to move on so I would say don't don't cover up for people in your life whether even if it's a boss boyfriend husband mom dad you know I know you know there's there's someone on our team right now that's going through this and I'm not going to say her name and I try to just make sure that I'm there don't 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 hold it in and don't keep a secret don't make it be like you know it's Facebook perfect Mm, um, you know, right. talk to somebody. There is someone, we have so many girls in our organization that I feel like no matter what you're going through at any point in your life, someone on that team has gone through it. And, you know, just having someone to talk to, I, you know, I, it's not ego, it's more like pride. And I was, a. I didn't want to talk about it because I want everyone thought I was so strong. Like you mentioned earlier, right. like how could you get into a situation like this? You know, you're the one that would, you know, beat up someone on the street for me <laughs> if they were picking on me. You wouldn't stand for that. And right. it's like, you know, anything can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so I would just just come and talk to anyone. I mean, talk to anyone, even if it's a stranger, because you want a biased, you know, non-biased opinion. Just talk about it. Don't go through it alone. How has dance brought you out of that dark place? Oh, my God. This is tremendously. I, I can't even put into words. So as I was separated, I because I've not trying to fluff your dress up. I've always listened to you when you were on The Wolf before, KMPS, then back here. And so that I had learned about the Boot Boogie Babes and your boot camps actually probably six to eight months before I actually did one. And that I wasn't divorced yet. We were separated. And I kept, you know, I just had this gut feeling or this intuition that I should do that. I need to do that. And it was always in the back of my head. And so when it was like springtime around March or something, February, maybe when the next boot camp series was starting, you know, I thought about it and then I didn't do it because I was still kind of in this stage where I need to work on some things on my own and just keep my head down, go to work, come home, walk my dogs, work out. And that was my life for a year. And then come 
September, September or October, early October, I think it was like September, late September, I finally was like, I'm going to do this Kent boot camp. <laughs> and that was two years ago. Yeah. And that was that was the beginning. Of, I didn't know anyone there. I just went down there all by myself, stood in there. <laughs> and so I was just trying to get back out there in the world because I literally didn't have a best friend. I lost my best friend in this situation that I went through in my last marriage. And I'd had no girlfriends. You know, I was told who I could be friends with mm, right. um, in real life, on, on any social media platforms. And so, you know, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this for me because I never would have been allowed to do it before. And I went down there all by myself. And so, like, my first friends were Heather and Melissa. <laughs> yes. Love you, girls. <laughs> and then Leslie and Listine. Yeah. You know, and Leslie and Listine are the reasons that, you know, I'm a boot chick now because they're like, you should come do audition boot camps, which we're going through right now. And it's so exciting for me to be on the other side of that now and see all of these girls come through, nice. and ladies, women. And, I, you know, I was there two years ago doing the same mm -hmm. thing. So I know mm -hmm. what it's like to be nervous and not know anyone. I know there's girls that are doing this all by themselves. And so, you know, it just changed everything. With that, I, I gained more confidence and, you know, got a lot most all except for one or two people back in my life that were always a major part of my life before. And, you know, it just it just opened the door for everything. And I could breathe. It was like I came out of this dark cave and and I could choose whatever I wanted to do now with my life. It was just like being reborn again. You know how you, that saying where you're like, I wish I knew now what I didn't know then. Right. So it's it's like I know now what I didn't know then and now I can apply that everywhere everywhere in my life. And so I can just, you know, start doing living my life. It's powerful. It's a very powerful message. Well, I think what's really interesting is you mentioned a moment ago that you were able to reconnect with some people from your life before. And I think one of those people is Skippy. Yes. <laughs> and he is um, someone that's very important in your life. And I watch you guys on social media because you post all these crazy, wild <laughs> adventures that you go on. I mean, you two are like over here hanging off the side of a cliff, driving a snowmobile, or maybe you're in a dune buggy. I don't even know what you people are doing. <laughs> yes. The the story of me and, and Skip is I first met Skip in 1996. I was opening the store that Al's Auto Supply in Bonnie Lake, and he worked at the Les Schwab next door. So it was just kind of this friend flirtatious thing. You know, I had a boyfriend at the time and and so I'm not the type to like step out of that boundary. You know, I'd yeah. be nice because I would have to see him all the time. And then it turned out not long after that, my best friend started dating one of his friends. And so that, kind, you know, that just kind of guaranteed him always being in my life in some way. I mean, I went to his first wedding. He went to my first wedding. Wow. <laughs> we have always been just really good friends and just, yeah. you know, always said I'm as He's my best guy friend. I'm his best girlfriend. And we've always been in each other's lives over the year. He's been my roommate or, or I've been his roommate like three or four different times. And nothing going on. And nothing going on. Right. 
before. And, you know, I just, I, you know, he was just one of the friends that, excuse me, that I was, had to lose touch with when I went through what I did back in 2013 to 2017. But then you guys reconnected and you said, you know what? You kind of looked at each other and you said, you know what? (laughs) Hey, you. Hey, you over there. I know you. my friend. You know what? I mean, you guys, what happened in that moment where you said to each other, you know what? We're going to give this a try. (laughs) It started with um, where, where I could unblock all these people that someone had blocked uh, and I could have all these friends back and they're like oh whoa Jessica's back and her last name's Bartlett again (laughs) and so I would get messages from a lot of people right away Mm -hmm. and and Skip was one of those he's like how are you where have you been and you know I've missed you and you're my best friend and we need to catch up and and go do something and for about three months he he, Skip's kind of a (laughs) He'll plan stuff ahead, but he'll change his mind at the last minute. He's kind of a last-minute person, fly by the seat of his pants, and and that's fine with me because I I, I do like you know a variety changes being spontaneous, spontaneity, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't work out for about three months. Just every time he wanted to do something, I didn't. You know, I already had something going on because you know I'm out living my life now, doing right. you know You're doing busy. me, and yeah. so it was like the end of March last 2018 last year where we finally you know the stars just aligned and we we went snowmobiling because that's both a definite passion of his it's his number one sport it's always something that I've always just done every once in a while through the years and so that just worked and then just doing that he's like I want to take you out on a date and I'm like are you serious because here's this person that has been my best friend for years you know and we just knew we could always count on each other and 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 so you go on you this know, date, and, what and we go on this date. It was Taco Tuesday because how do you get me tacos? <laughs> <laughs> and okay. we went on this. We went on this date to tacos, and that was a Tuesday night. And then we went on another date, and I cannot remember the place, but there's this little quaint Italian restaurant that is on Alki, and it had wonderful food. And then um, he took me to a park that is I can't believe I can't think of the name of it now, but I had never been there up in Seattle and I mean the rest is just history then we were just have pretty much been inseparable since then and it's just like he it was just a a breath of fresh air he it's like um the easiest way for me to explain it is it's just like it was just like coming home I don't have to worry about anything and I know that he doesn't worry about anything with me as you know as far as what what is she doing today or Mm -hmm. you know and same with him and it's just it's like I don't want to use the word soulmate but it's it's like that. We just don't ever have to worry about it. Yeah. There, you know, there's no stress. There's no fighting, and uh, well, I mean, we fight sometimes, but it's Everybody not. Fights. It's, it's not. You yeah. know, it's not nasty fighting. Yeah, yeah. You know, for weeks and everything's my fault type thing, like yeah. it has been before. And you know, he's he supports me and everything that I do. He inc- I include him in everything that I do. He includes me in everything that he does. And if I don't go with him to something 
something or he doesn't come with me to something, it's not a big deal. Right. You know, it just it just works and it, and it's awesome. Well, I could say from knowing the both of you and seeing you both together and hanging out with you, he does seem like your soulmate. <laughs> and what a beautiful redemption story for you to be able to come out of what you call the shadows mm-hmm. and to be able to have and live your best life. Yep. So I congratulate you on that. Thank I'm, you. I feel like I am a better person for now knowing more of your backstory. Oh, thanks. It's inspiring, you know, to, well, to for you to, to, to travel this road that you've been on and then to find your way back to your old friends and to your old self. And almost it seems like a better improved version of yourself. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I... I don't have any regrets at all. The only regrets that I will ever have in my life are things that I didn't do. It will never be things that I did do. That's right. Jessica Bartlett. Wow. Well, I appreciate you sharing this with us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I loved it. I love your story. I I hope that uh, we have some people listening today to Live, Love, Dance that are inspired by this. And until we see you again, get out there and live, love, dance. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.